Hey everyone, it's Kaylee, and welcome back to another episode of Killing Obsession. Yeah, that soundboard works really well. Um, yeah, I downloaded a soundboard. No, I don't know how to use it. I, I'm not paying money for buttons, okay? Anyway, this episode is great, even though I'm recording it. What day is it? I'm recording it on October 23rd. So, you know, this just shows you how prepared I am. This episode will air on my birthday, November 7th. My 18th birthday. Isn't that... That's so great. You guys have been here nearly a whole year. You've watched me grow up into a young woman. Isn't that amazing? I think that's so great. We're so... We're like best friends now, everyone. Um, Yeah. So that means that Halloween has gone past um i fucking love halloween i don't know what it is it's just nothing gets me going like halloween well i mean christmas too but like halloween halloween it's so good it's cold you can eat soup for every meal of the day you can have tea 24 7 i do be hopping off the tea like and like the trees are pretty like there's loads right outside my house there's like loads of trees across the road and they're all orange and yellow and they're great like maybe it's just me being amazed by simple things like nature but like i think that's so nice it's so great out it's horrible here but like it's great i love it and you know i get to drink tea all the time i i think i'm just making excuses for myself because i do drink tea all the time anyway like i've even kind of <laughs> i've noticed even when, like, the girls are here or whatever, when we would record, there was a pre-recording ritual. Well, I had one anyway. I don't know if they did. But <laughs> if you guys don't like poop, poop, just stop listening now for this little bit. Anyway, this is what I would do. I'd have to take my poop, okay? Take a good poop. Because you can't record if you're full of poop. That's just a fact. You have to get it all out. Get all that energy out of you so you have energy to be great and read. Um. Then drink a gallon of tea because tea is great and i love it so much i think i said this to someone before i have like four cups of tea a day and then they were like oh surely that's really bad for you i forget about my tea all the time i make my tea and then i forget about it um and also speaking of forgetting about it it's been nearly three minutes and i still have not told anyone what this episode was about um so without further ado this week's episode, Kaylee's birthday episode, is about Luca Magnata. And again, I'm going to start this episode by saying it's gross um, if you are uncomfortable with animal harm, animal cruelty. Um, this might not be the one for you. You might want to set this one out. And I'm fine with that. You got to know your boundaries. You might want to set this one out. Um, also... If this interests you, highly recommend you go and watch Don't Fuck With Cats, um, which is the documentary on Netflix, which is about Luca Magnata and what he did, basically. Um, I thought that was like so interesting. It's probably like one of the most interesting documentaries I've seen on Netflix in like a good while. Like it was just so, it was so good. Like the way, not even just like 
aesthetically good but like the whole case is interesting too and just the way it was done is perfect in my eyes like I, I genuinely loved it so I would recommend everyone go and watch that and also if you don't like animals being harmed don't listen to me right now Luca Rococo Magnata born Eric Clinton Kirk Newman was born in Scarborough Ontario um July 24th of 1982 he says that his mom was a quote-unquote clean freak and would often lock her kids out of the house and she even once put the children's rabbits out in the cold where they froze to death. Um, that's just one parent that's kind of going downhill for And now we get to his dad, who was apparently schizophrenic. Um, I don't know a lot about schizophrenia. Um, I've seen, there's uh, two guys on TikTok that I've seen that have um schizophrenia one of the guys like records so that he knows that there's nothing there and he can like reassure himself but like when you hear his breathing he just sounds fucking terrified all the time so it's like and the other guy um he uses like his art to portray what he sees and stuff and like kind of gives people an experience of what it, it is like to have schizophrenia well the kind of schizophrenia that he has and it is rough so, um, you know, he he probably didn't have a very good relationship with his dad and his mom. Even in the documentary, she seems insufferable. Like, she just seems annoying. And maybe it's the best that he actually had to move out once his parents got divorced. And he ended up living with his grandmother, Phyllis. In 2003, Magnata appeared in, like, like a shit ton of gay porn. Um, do what you will. He was also a stripper and an escort. So, he had it made. He was... Sex work is work, first of all. Sex work is work. So, I'm not going to, like, down him for doing that. Because sex work is work. And I will stand by that until I'm in my grave. Like, he had a job and he got the bag. Um, He also was a pin-up model in a 2005 issue of Fab magazine. I have not seen the photo, but if anyone has, send it to me. Like, <laughs> I want to see it. I want to know. And in 2007, he was an unsuccessful competitor on a show called Cover Guy. Um, I couldn't find much about it, I'd assume. It's something like America's Next Top Model, but just with guys. Um, yeah, I don't really know much about it. I saw, like, the audition, I guess you could call it. And it's, like, he walks into a room and he's like, I'm looking at McDonald's. I... It was insufferable again. Like, maybe he's just like his mom and he is insufferable because the two of them just seem so annoying. Now we'll get into his early criminal activity. Um, as we know with most murderers, I, I mean, Luca Magnata's not a serial killer, so I won't call him a serial killer. Most murderers, um, they do a lot of like petty crime, I guess you could say, when they're really young. Like, whether it's like robbing things or, you know. Just being a little shithead, just stuff like that. Um, but it, his was a bit more than just being a little shithead, I think. But he is a bit older here. Um, in two thousand and five, he was convicted of one count of impersonation and three counts of fraud. He had impersonated some woman and like applied for a credit card, and he just bought like ten thousand dollars worth of shit. Um, and then for that, he got a nine month sentence and then twelve months of probation. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck did he think was going to happen? Because, like, like, 
he was just going to get this credit card, pretend to be a lady, and buy loads of stuff. Like, that doesn't make sense. you got to put sense to your crime, or else what's the point, you know? But then the following year, uh, he actually legally changes his name to Luca Magnano. So, like, all these crimes were done by some guy called Eric. You know, Eric Newman. Which is a very boring name. And I think, I was thinking about this as well. I think the reason he changed his name was because he wanted to be, like, really famous. Like, he would take up any excuse to, like, get some kind of publicity. And I think he thought Luca Rococo Magnata sounded a lot more like a famous person's name than just Eric Clinton Kirk Newman. You know, like, it's, Eric Newman is, like, a background character in a TV show, whereas Luca Magnata is, like, the main guy. He's the one and only, you know? And at this time, Magnata also had multiple social media profiles and was in loads of discussion forums. He would go onto these forums just to make rumours about himself. Like, he started a rumour, um, I can't think of it, what's her name? It's like Carla, Carla something, she's a murderer in Canada, right? He started a rumour that they were in a relationship with each other, and like, he even went to like this new, not news, I don't think, more like a TMZ sort of thing, and he's like, yeah, I just want to clear it up that I, we're not in a relationship and everything and all this, and she was like, it just never happened. Like, I don't think he had even met her before. It was just that at the time, her arrest was big. So he was like, oh, this is my way to squeeze into it. So he pretended he was going out with a murderer. He then retracted the statement because it was quite obviously um, a lie. And at this time as well, like, when he does this interview on this, like, paparazzi type thing, he he even says, like, there's there's a media campaign out against me. People are st- cyber-stalking me. They're out to get me, all this stuff. And, like, it's not at all that, you know? People were out to get him, but not at this time. Not not for going out... Not for allegedly going out with a murderer. That's not what everyone <laughs> was going after him for. Um, And then when he was called out for lying, he denied that he created the rumours. Police then say Magnata had at least 70 different facebook accounts 70 fucking different facebook accounts what the fuck um and his online presence was really strong i want to say um not like instagram famous strong but more like he was killing kittens online sort of strong um there was a video there's a few videos there's a video where he viewer discretion first of all uh he puts two kittens into like a little plastic bag and he vacuum seals them. Um, there's also another one where like, I think a snake, he has a snake on his bed and two kittens and the snake eats the kittens and he just posts it on, I believe YouTube. I think, I think you can still find them. I wouldn't advise watching them cause they're not exactly pleasant, but if you've seen don't fuck with cats, they don't show the whole thing, but you hear the noises. And just that alone is, like, insanely uncomfortable. Like, it's literally gut-wrenching. Like, it's disgusting to even just hear it. And even just thinking about it is terrifying. Now, after publishing his videos of um, murdering kittens, obviously there was a lot of public outrage, especially on Facebook. 
Um, these people had seen videos of this, what looked like a teenager, because he looked really young in the videos, murdering kittens. And, like, enjoying it almost. Like, he was petting the kittens first and then just putting them in a bag and vacuum sealing them. Like, he had no remorse for what he had done. Um, so people started, like, these Facebook groups to find him. And this is basically what the Don't Fuck With Cats documentary is based on, is this group who had done some of the best detective work you will see in any of the true crime documentaries because usually someone always fucks up. Like, <laughs> but these guys, like, well, they, they messed up a bit. But, like, they were, like, on the ball from the get-go. Like, they were looking at power outlets, the type of hoover that was in his room, the blanket in his room, and they had traced him to a country just from stuff like that. And then they were they were, like retracing the picture of him and like trying to find out who he was and everything like they had it so well laid out that if they were to just hand it to the police like say now if they were to hand all this information to the police they'd they'd get him like that like they would would not take that long but you know the police weren't um, used to all this like technology and technically with jurisdictions they they can't be like oh yes of course we know who this is because someone on the internet told us like that's not sadly not how it works because if it was how it works they probably would have got him before he did what i'm about to talk about so after hinting that he was soon going to move on to killing humans a man named jun lin disappeared on may 24th of 2012 his boss was like one of the first ones that was extremely worried because Jun Lin didn't turn up to work the next day. And apparently that was just like extremely out of character for him. Um, so a few days later, some of his friends went to check on him in his apartment. And I think it was in the documentary. Um, one of his friends was like, he knew something was wrong because uh, Jun Lin's cat was hungry. And like he said, he treated that cat like his baby. Like he, that cat was well looked after. But when they got there, the cat, you know, was really hungry. So from then, they reported him missing on May 29th. On May 25th, though, an 11-minute video titled One Lunatic, One Ice Pick was uploaded to bestgore.com. I did look up bestgore.com. It is gone now. Um, I don't, they weren't, like, in legal trouble. Uh, their creator is moving on to something different, apparently. <laughs> I was like, he just has like other plans and like I was reading through some stuff on their website uh, thinking m- maybe there'll be something there and like it was just loads of people being like thank you so much for all you've posted you've helped me get over my fear of dead bodies like so I guess that's kind of sweet um in that sense because some of the people network in forensics or are morticians so good for them but also they watched a video of a man being murdered and were like okay what the fuck? What the fuck? How can, like, I get it. I do also enjoy, like, gore stuff and I'm not grossed out by it. But that is, like, real life. You genuinely just saw a man be murdered and they were like, okay, well, what can we do about it, you know? So the video showed a naked man tied to a bed being stabbed with an ice pick and kitchen knife. He was then dismembered and his body suffered acts of necrophilia. The perpetrator then cut off some of the flesh 
and fed it to a dog. Ew. Um, and there's two like important details in this. Now, if you weren't on the Facebook groups, they wouldn't make sense to like an outsider. But to these people on the Facebook groups, they made a lot of sense. So in the background, there was a Casablanca movie poster, which like you were like, oh, what the fuck? It's a movie. But there's like a scene where like a plane goes from like Canada over to France, which is important for Magnata's next move. There is also a song playing in the background um, by New Order called True Faith, which I'm going to play for you now because I think it's a beautiful, it's a great song. Okay. Isn't that so good? Like, that's a great song. But um, for the people in the Facebook group, it just reminded them of another video that Magnata had made. We know Magnata was obsessed with himself and thought he was the most gorgeous man alive so he had made a video with just like pictures of himself um with this song on in the background true faith by new order on the background um but he uh, acted like it was a fan that had made this video and it was just like loads of pictures of himself to this really good song which i'm gonna play again that's enough for that okay um, go listen to that song, True Faith by New Order. That's such a good I forgot how good that song is. Like, it's such a little groover, you know? Like, it's a little bop. I love it. Now, obviously, people had seen these videos and reported them. And, like, they reported them to the police. They reported them online. The report, they were dropped. They were dropped. The police, the sheriff, whatever you want to say, just couldn't look into it. For some fucking reason. I don't know what the reason was. But you couldn't look into it. Um, so the charges were dropped. Then on May 29th. A parcel with a left foot. Was sent to the HQ. Of the Conservative Party of Canada. And on top was a red heart symbol. I don't know what that means. Then soon. A left hand was like. Stopped at the. Parcel processing place. I don't know what they call them. They just call it like a post office. Sure. Um, <laughs> it was stopped because there was a human hand in it. But it was addressed to Canada's Liberal Party. Is there a government conspiracy? Was Luca Magnata out to get the Canadian government? I don't know. I bought that same board just so I could do stupid shit like that. <laughs> I think it's working out in my favour. Like, that, 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 was, that just made sense. Okay, so I don't know why he was sending it to the government. I don't know why he chose the Conservative and the Liberal Party. I don't know why he chose the left foot for the uh, Conservative Party and the left hand for the Liberal Party. I don't know. I don't fucking know why he did it. But he did it, and that's it. That's all I know. The janitor for an apartment building then found a decomposing torso in a suitcase by the bins. The police then found more human remains, bloody clothes, and some sharp and blunt objects. I think they also found the dog from the video. Like a little puppy, they found the dog in a bag. Um, which is fucking gross. He just butchered all this stuff and he like casually threw it in the bin. So there was actually CCTV footage from the apartment building showing Magnata walking from his room wearing Jun Lee's t-shirt walking with like a shit ton of garbage bags 
putting them in the bin, going back, getting another one, putting it in the bin, and then just going back up to his apartment. But with this footage, they could match him to the guy that delivered the package to the post office. So they had a good idea of who it was. And it also just goes to show that the guys on Facebook were already correct in what they were saying because they already knew who it was. <laughs> Police then went up to Magnata's apartment. Um, he had left at this time. Um, and one of the, the detectives, she said that like when they went in, there was a really strong smell, smell of like cleaning products. Like he had scrubbed their apartment with like bleach and just fucking antibacterial shit. And it was, you could smell it. <laughs> you could tell he was after doing that. Um, police found blood on the mattress, which I would assume is the bed John Lynn was tied to. He found they found it in the fridge, on the table, and in the bathtub, which I think they said was where like Magnata had chopped up John Lynn, like he had put him in the bath and done it. But I'm not too sure. Then this is really fucking weird. Uh, they they were obviously they have to look everywhere, so they went into like his wardrobe and they found a note, and it said, "If you don't like the reflection, don't look in the mirror. I don't care." The fuck kind of teenage angst shit is that? As like a My Chemical Romance lyric. Why couldn't I think of the word <laughs> lyric? Like he was uh, on the outside, he was obsessed with himself, but now he's like, "If you don't like your reflection, don't look at it. I don't care." And I I don't know wh- why. Like, I don't know if anyone ever asked him about it or if they ever found out if it was him that wrote it or what it was. But I think stuff like this also helped his defense lawyer later on because they did say Magnato was a schizophrenic as a child. But I'll get into that later. After Magnato was identified and tests had revealed that all the body parts matched Jun Lin, an arrest warrant for Magnato was issued. It accused him of, like, five things, which were first-degree murder, committing an indignity to a dead body, so necrophilia, publishing obscene material, which would be the one lunatic, one ice pick video, along with all the fucking cat videos, mailing obscene, indecent, and immoral material, which would be the the body parts he sent to um, politicians, and number five, for criminally harassing uh, Canadian Prime Minister Stephen Harper. Now, like I said, the Casablanca poster kind of hinted where Magnata was going to next. So he left for France. I can't remember whereabouts in France. Probably a place I can't pronounce. But he left for France. Um, he used his own passport, which I, I mean, I guess he kind of has to, because, like, it's, it just, it's easier for like security whatever getting through the airport but also like there's an arrest warrant out for him and he's like here's my id you know that's just kind of it's kind of an oopsie doopsie uh, but anyway he got to france and his phone service was traced to a hotel but by the time police got there he was gone um he had actually got onto a Euroline bus and was headed for berlin on june 4th while reading shit about himself in an internet cafe. Again, self-absorbed little prick was reading news articles about himself in a cafe and was like, no, 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 I'm here. Uh, the fucking German police and came, came and caught his ass. And the video of it is really cool because they look so badass. And they just walk in and they're like, you fucking idiot. Ow. 
I just hit my elbow off a table. They were like, we just fucking found you, you numpty. You're under arrest. And they arrested him. Thank God. Um, and on June 18th of... Yeah, June 18th of 2012, he was delivered back to Canada, where he was then placed in solitary confinement. After being delivered back to Canada, they actually had to put him on, like, some military-type plane, just because if he was on, like, a commercial flight, one, public outrage, two, if the plane stopped somewhere, you know, they were kind of fucked. He would run off, probably, so to avoid all that, the military brought him to Canada. Um, his defense attorney, Luke Leclerc, that's such a cool name, but I don't like how he spells Luke. L-U-C, that's Luke. His name's Luke. Luke, no, it's Luke. His name's Luke. Luke Leclerc. Um, anyway, Luke Leclerc <laughs> had argued that Magnata was actually in a psychotic state and was therefore not responsible for his crimes. However, no, that's not true. He knew what he was doing. After a diagnosis of BPD, you know, like they... Because all fucking killers are like, I was insane. Because ah. they think that's how you get out of it. If you plead insanity, where the fuck do you think you go? You don't just go home. You go to a, like a psych ward, a mental asylum, where there's people who are genuinely mentally ill and could genuinely harm people and not know what they're doing. Like, you wouldn't be anywhere nice. <laughs> anyway... That didn't work, but the court, um, I guess court psychiatrist you would call them, maybe court designated or appointed psychiatrist, they diagnosed um, Magnata with BPD. Um, and after a 12-week trial and Magnata not testifying for himself, he was found guilty on all charges. My soundboard turned off, so just pretend that there's like applause, okay? I can't believe I didn't turn that back on. Anyway, moment lost, moment lost. I blame editing for that, which is myself. Um, <laughs> Magnata has to serve a life sentence, but he will be eligible for parole after 25 years. But he also has to serve 19 years for other charges concurrently. So, like, in our lifetime, it is very possible that we will hear on the news of Luca Magnata on parole like of him going to a parole board isn't that fucking nuts like he could just like go on parole in the next couple of years when was this like 2012 yeah so it's been nearly 10 years it's been nine years nearly 10 years so in like 15 years if we're all still kicking we might hear about him getting out of prison or not so this brings us to the end of this week's episode. I hope you all enjoyed. I hope no one threw up. I hope you're all happy. I hope you could tell I'm out of breath because I'm walking around while I'm recording this. Um, yeah, I had, a, I had a great time recording today. It's good to be back. Um, my dog is crying outside though, so I do kind of feel bad for being in here and he's out there crying. But we move on. Like, we girl boss we gaslight and we gatekeep and we go like we just keep it going that's your week <laughs> that's your weekly motivation i want you to say that to yourself every morning when you wake up it's like gaslight gatekeep girl boss because kaylee said so and then like you'll just have a great day i had a pretty good week i don't know i'm telling you all this at the end of the episode i had a great week i'm off for a week now and then when you guys hear this episode it'll be my birthday 
Isn't that great? It's great for everyone. Not just me. It's great for everyone. Um, yeah. You can find us on TikTok, on Instagram, on what's Twitter. The other one. Twitter. We're all there. It should all be Killing Obsession Podcast or Podcast Killing or Obsession Podcast. You know, all that usual stuff. Um, I haven't been very active on social media lately for the podcast just because I'm lazy. And school is getting me down. But we move past that and we grow. So hopefully soon I'll be more active and you guys will get a lot more for your money, even though this is free. And I love you. So forehead kisses for everyone. Just so like you all feel loved. Um, thank you all so much for listening. And I will see you all next week. Goodbye.